Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the slightly hot and hay fevery Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with me, Tom, and my learned colleague. Hi, it's Alex. Uh, we're pros at that now. It's so good. So, <laughs> so well, welcome back and uh, we're catching up. So they, they've come thick and fast recently, the podcast, and um, we're, we're almost up to date with where we want to be. And this week's podcast is all about how to be influential and critically it's about being influential even without authority so this is not saying you have some sort of positional power in an organization Uh, this is saying anyone anywhere how what are the top tips for influence Um, and actually I think it's a really good topic to explore because I think uh, influencing without authority is one of our most requested topics for, for learning programs and I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that we do a lot of work in tech companies and there is a lot of people in, in those kind of industries who they might be quite senior, but they don't have teams because they're, they're tech people. Uh, they don't have an interest in or desire to manage people, but they can still be highly influential. So it's how do you, you manage that when, again, there's no positional power or, or power over a team, um, but your influence over an organization is critical for success. Um, and then also it is about that kind of foundational program, because if you're going to succeed uh, in your career and if you're going to have an organization that is really kind of open and wants to listen to people, um, then you want to encourage people to, to, to try and influence up the organization. So um, so we do so it, we do run it as those kind of find out foundational programs for people with no positional power. So, shall we get into it, Alex? Yeah, let's do it. Okie dokie, let's talk a little bit about influence. And um, there there was one kind of caveat, and I I like a little caveat on the podcast. And my caveat today is I feel like influence with some people has kind of negative connotations. Like if you are influencing someone, it is somehow dishonest. And I want to kind of dispel that myth today because I mean, it can be, don't get me wrong. If you are not coming from a genuine place and you're trying to influence someone to do something that you know to be bad, like, I don't know, you're trying to be fraudulent or whatever, it can be bad. But in 99.99999% of situations, influence is a really good and positive thing because, you know, you, you influence people around you all the time as a, you know, if you're a parent, you influence your children uh, because you want them to be independent. You want them to make their own decisions, but equally, you know, certain things they do or do not do uh, are good or bad for them. So, you know, you, influence them not to run out into the road because you know it's a, a health and safety issue so the influencing is good because you're trying to make them be independent and make the choices for themselves but you are influencing them to make a decision you know to be right mm. um but also and sorry i'm going off in a bit of monologue here and uh, alex but um, i love it uh, the other 
times are when you can influence people where you don't have a, an end in mind. So, for example, uh, you know, if you're coaching someone, you're going to influence them along a certain path. So you might influence a coach to, to look at their goals and, and things like that. You're not influencing them to come to the answer. You're just helping them get there using your influencing skills. Um, and the final one I wrote down is, is, and there's a thousand reasons why influence is good. Um, but there's also times where, you know, as a leader, as a manager, there are times where you know there is a certain direction you want to take people down because you know it's good for them, the business, uh, whatever. But it's a key skill in bringing people along on a journey with you is, is being able to influence them to align with your thoughts. So we all know setting goals is really useful for, for your team. If you tell people to set goals and they have to follow them, that's nowhere near as powerful as showing them why setting their own goals is going to benefit them. So I guess they're just three examples of where I want to show that actually, you know, influence is a really honest, genuine, positive thing to think about um, and, and get rid of that taboo side of it. Yeah. And I mean, just to circle back to your first point about um, positive and negative influences, I suppose that just shows you the gravity of what we're giving today in that this is, this is, I believe, as close to a superpower as we can give to people. So like, you know, like the spider that took a chunk out of Peter Parker, um, you know, we are transmitting the great superpower of influence. And again, with things that have such great power, I suppose they can be used in both ways. And we are definitely going to be promoting the, the positive influence rather than all the things that you could do that are bad um, when you have the superpower of influence. Um, so I think that's a very important one to bring up because again, like you say, I think the word influence, quite often um, you hear uh, as a compound with the word bad in front of it. Um, but what we're doing here is we're showing, obviously, you're going to be a positive influence and it's going to work positively and, and, and mutually for you as the person influencing, as well as the person being influenced. Sure. And literally everything you do every single day, no matter who you are in the world, has a level of influence in it. Mm. Uh, you, you know, you're talking to your girlfriend about what you want for dinner. Uh, there will be a level of influence in there where... You, know, you want to either help her to make a decision because you're not bothered or you want to make a decision that, that you know everything you do all the time is about influencing others yeah and I think there's a potential other misconception which exists between influence and manipulation um, absolutely so yeah what we're going to be showing you today is not how to manipulate people um, that would be bad but it is going to be obviously free tips three very good tips in terms of, again, like we said before, even if you don't have that level of influence anyway, in terms of imposition over people in a team and things like that, how you can establish, um, well, I don't want to give away any clues. So I'm just going to say the word influence again, how you can establish influence with others. Um, <laughs> because again, I was about to say some of the tips in that little bit there, but I'll leave it closed until we get to them. Awesome. So before we go into our three top tips, um, it's probably quite good to uh, define you know, what the outcomes of enhancing your influencing skills are. Um, uh, and in, in the blog that we, we're talking about here, uh, we said there was four key kind of outcomes that if you can master the, the skills around influence, actually it will enhance relationships with others because you can put people at ease in, in your company um, 
and they know again you, that you're coming from a genuine position if you're influencing positively you're coming from a, a genuine position um it can enhance your leadership and management skills like i said it's a key skill is being able to bring people along with you to to, to fulfill a vision or, or your goals um, and influence is at the heart of that it can build your confidence if you know how to 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 do what we just discussed bring people along on that journey with you that will build your confidence and also, it's a great way to build opportunities. You know, in that example where we said there's not necessarily taking people to an, a decision or something you want them to do, but we're just helping them along a pathway to help make decisions. Um, it's going to create new opportunities. It's it's going to lead to you being genuinely inquisitive and open and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. A any other thoughts on that, Al? Um, I suppose maybe one that does link to the exciting new opportunities one. And I mean, you know, it's an Excel podcast. I need to mention about the fact that obviously it influences crucial towards uh, opening possibilities for yourself to develop as well as others. I think especially in cases where maybe if you're working with people that have always done something a certain way to influence them to maybe step out of a comfort zone or to try to adjust or try to do something differently. Uh, influence can be crucial to then changing minds and, and changing opinions and getting people to try new things and, and exploring other options as well as obviously your own if, in terms of, you know, I maybe want to try this. How could I try this? If I can influence others to see why this could be beneficial, then I could skyrocket my, my own growth. Yeah, absolutely. And let's get into the three top tips because that let's is the it. most, that's the longest bit of context we've done for one of these. <laughs> if you're listening and you're not convinced that influencing is a good thing, then I give up. So, <laughs> let's do it. What's the, what's the first top tip? So first top tip, as with anything, I think if you're looking to influence people, first of all, you need to connect with people. And the best way to do that is to seek to understand others. You know, we all know how it feels maybe to be understood and listened. It's incredible. And I mean, if you look at the two sides of the spectrum, if you think about how it feels to talk and feel like no one is hearing you, you can feel really ignored, misunderstood, helpless, angry. It's very frustrating. But if you talk to someone, you think, actually, do you know what? I feel like every word I said, they really took into account. They really listened to what I had to say. And I really feel like that person gets me. Um, then you're already going to have a stronger connection with that person just because you feel a bit stronger towards them because you can almost sense that they were actively listening. They really wanted to understand your opinions and, and your personal drives and motivations and what you had to say. And therefore, you know, naturally you'll feel strongly towards them than people that don't do that. Um, I also think in terms of you being the person influencing, it's key because if you're seeking to really understand people, as I've already mentioned, you can identify things like what drives them, what's their motivation when interacting and, and what kind of outcomes do they look towards when, when they're talking and, and how could you help, you know, help them go where they want to go in a way and really build that, that understanding and connection even more. Um, you know, that feeling of when you're on someone's wavelength and you're talking their language, it's, it's, it makes for real meaningful interactions. And that's, that's going to be key to, to any level of influence. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's, it's twofold, isn't it? This, this seeking to understand others, it's building that stronger connection. So you're going to, going to, trust someone which might be a segue to the next point but you know secondly it's not only are you genuinely being inquisitive and listening to their thoughts uh to, to build a connection that's also giving you plenty of, of ammo for for the next steps you yeah know, you're trying to 
I don't know, if you're a car salesman and you're trying to influence someone to buy your car, if you don't listen to them and you say, oh, this one's great because it's black and has a, I don't know, really big shiny wheels and a CD player, um, and you're just pushing that point home, whereas actually if you take a step back and sat down with them and you realise that they want any colour apart from black, they want really <laughs> small wheels because they want a nice, comfortable ride and no one's used a CD since the 90s, then you will have realised that actually you should be pitching something different to meet their needs. And so... Yeah, and and that that's a really good point. Obviously, if you know if you're not listening to people, you might be missing something really obvious. Um, but also, there's other ways in which you can you can really begin to understand the ways in which people can communicate and really make that a lot easier for for yourself to understand it in action. I mean, things like social styles are, are incredibly helpful for this. Um, you know, that's a great way to really meet people on their level and and then be able to have really constructive conversations um with whoever that person may be i think that's really helpful as well and some people that you kind of think oh it'd be great to have influence over them but i just can't quite i can't quite build a connection for whatever reason that can be a great building block to overcome that problem um but yeah i think it's uh, as you say it's crucial first and foremost to just listen to what people are saying um but then in terms of being versatile and adapting how you're responding um things like social styles um is is really helpful Definitely. And I, and I think this is now segueing into point two, which is all about building trust with people. Mm. And if you can be versatile to people's behavioral preferences and communication preferences, which is what you get from social styles, do check out one of the other um, podcasts or blogs on this one. That if you can build that trust, then you are uh, better able to influence. And again, this is from a genuine place of sort of authenticity. This is not saying build trust so then people do whatever you say. This is about building genuine trust with people so that when you make a suggestion, they know that you're doing it from a genuine place to help them and then they will listen and then they can make that informed decision as to where you're going. Yeah. And I feel like this might be a metaphor that's been used a million times and that actually might be why I'm using it. Um, but trust, like I think it's best to look at it as an investment. You know, you can't cash out trust that you don't already have. Um, or that people don't already have in you. You have to build it over time. You have to be patient. So I think with this tip, this is one that, remember, this isn't going to be an instant thing. Um, you know, if in the blog, we use the example of influencers. So people don't become an, a, a social media or, or an influencer over whatever overnight. They build up an audience over time. That audience builds trust in them over time. That then means that when they have to maybe influence their audience to do something, they have enough in the bank that they can then go, okay, I really like this. I think you'll like it too. And people will act on it. And that's why they're influencers. I mean, it's a very, very similar thing outside of that model. You know, if you're, if you're uh, in a group and, you know, they have over time developed a trust in you, then all that time spent building that trust then will hopefully translate into uh, a greater belief and a, a greater um, trust in, in the things that you're saying and, and anything that you might be suggesting. But it's not, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It, it will take time. I think the influencers thing, obviously, because it's a namesake, is a really good example. Mm. So you say it's trust built over time. Then, again, when they're being authentic and transparent and maybe saying, I am advertising for such company, but it's because I genuinely believe in it, you are much more likely to then go and try it. Equally, if they start doing that in a way that 
is less or is disingenuine, then they're very going to quickly lose their following and no longer be influencers. Well, yeah, and it works so well because I think if someone is an influencer and their audience, you know, have followed them, they think that they know them. And, you know, they believe that they understand everything about them and that they're fully transparent with their audience. And therefore, if they've got nothing to hide or if they don't understand uh, something uh, around them, they've got no reason to distrust them. And I think, you know, if it, let's just say if you didn't know me or if I was telling a load of people to do something, you, you might suddenly get questions about, well, hang on, why is he asking me to do this? What's his motives? What's his motivations? Um, and then suddenly, you know, hesitancy steps in and people don't act because if you're hesitant, you kind of go, well, actually, do you know what? I'll leave that one. So I don't quite understand it. Whereas if you know me for a certain amount of time and you kind of, I'm transparent, I'm not hiding things, or I seem to not be hiding things that there's yeah. obviously less likely to be hesitancy. Uh, from a, commercial side of looking at this one there is i guess um shortcuts to this as well so you know why is the holy grail in sales a, 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 ref, a referee um or recommendations for, from people it's because you're shortcutting that direction to trust because alex you trust me and then alex you recommend me to john smith john smith therefore has a level of trust in me because he trusts you mm. so, so um, so that, you know, in a commercial and a sales situation, that could be powerful. But even in a social situation, if you introduce someone and say, you know, I think you guys will get on well, then you're you're shortcutting to building that trust. So one to think about is stakeholder networks in organisations. Yeah, I'm trying to think about a way to build that into the the kind of trust bank metaphor. Um, I suppose if you're referring people, that's like an exchange rate, right? If you have yeah. high, if if you yeah. have if you have high trust with someone else and then you get recommended, the exchange rate of that trust must be good in order for uh, that person to trust you. Absolutely. Maybe that metaphor falls flat on its face. I'm going to back it because I've said it confidently and I like it. <laughs> You've influenced me to, to go with your metaphors. There we go. <laughs> right. Let's move on to top tip number three, a nice little lighthearted, fun, but important one here. What is it, Al? Yeah. So, you know, what, what is a, if you're having any interaction, what is the best thing that you could leave that person with? Obviously, you know, it could be a present, uh, cakes, donuts, anything sweet. I'm quite hungry. That's why that's coming into my head. Um, but obviously the best thing that you could deliver constantly to all interactions is, is smiles, right? How nice. If you, if you're one of them people that, that leaves everyone's day a little bit brighter, you know, gives them a skip in their step or, or you know, whatever other cliche works quite well there. Um, you know, if, if you're the bringer of positive energy, great vibes and excitement, then people will, you'll have this aura about you, which people will be magnetized towards. And then when that comes to influence, I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what you want. And it's, it's such a, Again, I feel like it's kind of been covered in the fact that if they trust you, obviously, hopefully you're leaving them feeling good. Um, so it kind of does feature in the other two steps already. But if you're being authentic with people, that is a big way in, in, in bringing about this good feeling, being sincere, understanding people, then you're already part of the way there. Um, but yeah, again, if people leave talking to you and they think, actually, John, you know I really enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to chatting to them again at some point. Then that's, that's a fantastic ability to have. And look, this is coming back to pure animal instincts, isn't it? Ultimately, mm. because if I walk into a room and someone's growling at me, my, my animal instinct says they're a threat, go the other way. <laughs> Whereas if someone's smiling at me, 
then they're welcoming me into their tribe. They, 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 they want me to come over and, 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 and that's the first step to building trust, building relationships, having those open conversations. Uh, it's so underrated. Like I watched a silly little video on, I don't know, Lad Bible or something where it was a teacher walking down a hallway and this, this teacher looked exhausted. He was really drained. And then he stood outside the classroom and you could see him jeeing himself up. He kind of shook himself around a bit, took a few deep breaths, put a big smile on his face. That, that might have been for a little bit for show, but that would have made him feel more positive. And then as he walked into the classroom with the kids, I have no doubt they were ready to listen to what he had to say because he had a smile on his face. He brought some joy. And, and I also come back to, I've quoted him many times on this, but my old friend, Sam Brown, his mum told him to walk through every doorway with a smile on your face. And that's got him a long way in life. And he is one of the best influences I know. So Yeah, well, and it's very true. And I think um, just thinking as well about that, obviously, you know, if you can bring that feeling, even when you're not feeling good, then that's, that's amazing. I do think there is a fine line sometimes. You know, when you think that people are trying to manufacture it a bit too hard, yeah, you know, if you're yeah. talking to someone and they're being they're not being fully sincere and you can see right through it that's when it doesn't work so well so i think there is a fine line to tread but as long as you are acting with genuine interest and you know you're you're showing people that actually do you know what i'm really enjoying talking to you then then i think that works really well but like yeah, i say definitely. don't don't come across as here's something that will make you laugh and all that type of stuff because i don't think that works too well no, no. And again, it's about authenticity. This is not manufacturing something completely fake. Yeah. You know, putting a smile on your face is going to help lift your mood. And um, it's stuff like, you know, like compliments. Compliments are a great way to build trust, build rapport, and therefore be able to influence people. But yeah. again, they have to be authentic. Like, you know, I, I know you watch I know, Selling Sunset on Netflix and every single day the girls walk into that office and they say, oh, you look amazing today. And it's like, if you say it every day, it's not really genuine anymore. But yeah, if you actually learn to, to be really observant and actually notice that, uh, I don't know, someone's had their hair done or, or actually genuinely think, oh, that, that's a really nice colour T-shirt. You know, I'm not used to seeing you in that. Yeah. You know, it, as long as it's authentic, that's a great way to do it. Oh, 100%. And you know what? It's weird because obviously I think not many people think to do that sometimes. But it is, like you say, it's such a powerful thing. As long as it's meant like it's meaningful and, you know, you're not just saying it, you know, for the sake of saying it, it it's such a powerful thing. Because uh, who has ever been given a compliment and then felt bad about it? Yeah, exactly. After? But the, the key is just look for the look. No, you want to give them a compliment. But yeah. look for a genuine one. Don't just make something yeah. up. No, not, not just be like, Tom, your nostrils are looking fantastic today. That, yeah, that, exactly. That's, that's just too random to even be meaningful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas, Tom, you're bringing great energy to this conversation. I love it. Yeah, perfect. That was meaningful. Oh, thanks, bud. There we go. Um, and it is a nice colour t-shirt you've got. Um, right, <laughs> we're waffling. So three key key things to, to help build influence which is a superpower uh, really seek to understand others to, to build a connection um, build trust uh, with others in in whatever way you can um, and leave people feeling good and all of this wrapped around with a nice thing of make sure it's all authentic absolutely and then if i can leave one little influencing uh, little sentence at the end it would be that if you enjoy the podcast and the blog then you'd very much enjoy signing up to our mailing list and receiving even more of them in the future. Um, we also have an Instagram and loads of other stuff. So uh, 
come say hello.